0: Ramble. Welcome to The Tripod. We are the Try Guys. Today we are going to be talking about recasting uh, some of our favorite movies to be you know, a little more how we envisioned it. How could we improve upon a popular film or franchise? We're also gonna be answering some of your hot boiling questions. You left us some reviews, so get in there, leave a five star review and ask us a question or a secret that you've never told anyone before. Was it a secret or question? I don't know. I've never introduced this.
1: Yeah, we they leave us secrets. And oh, they leave, leave us read secrets. Them aloud, then which questionable what are the questions? Kind of.
0: Oh, there's also questions. There's Defeats also the questions. Wow. So a people are telling us secrets and asking us questions. Yeah. Wow. Are we your moms, <laughs> <laughs> dude?
2: nice one (laughs) are
0: we your mom mom? dude
2: eugene you are on fire this morning we're
0: your you're bad no we're we're your dads
2: we saw it chapter two last night finally and it was the longest movie i've ever seen in my life it was a
1: three-hour movie it's too
2: goddamn long i know we're done talking about it by the time this podcast come out but holy shit guys well it gave me a nightmare did it It gave me a great nightmare that tur- it went from like
3: magical nightmare to real adult problem nightmare. Oh no! Because yes, I was being pursued by the clown. The clown was pursuing me, but then also there was like a bully character, like there are in 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 it. And this bully character was just being a total dick. He was throwing my phone around. He was being a dick, so I grabbed his phone and I ran away. But Then he started like running like really fast and charging me, and boogity I boogity bah. yeah, kind of like a crazy <laughs> demon. And then I just whipped his phone back at him, but it hit him in the throat and oh. he like crumpled over and started dying and then i'm like oh no i'm gonna have to go to court <laughs> and then, so then i <laughs> then sat the real down nightmare a, starts yeah, that's exactly i sat down with a pad and paper and started writing times of like time he was fucking with me uh 455 uh he wow. threw my phone on the ground cracking it Five oh three, I grabbed his phone and started running. Five oh four, wow. he was charging me with intent to hurt me. Five oh five, I threw the phone in retaliation and it hit him in the throat. I was like writing down what happened so that I was ready to defend my case the and wow. say I was
2: defending myself. Imagine a horror film <laughs> that begins as a horror movie and then at the midpoint they kill the murderer and then the rest of the movie is a courtroom drama where they are trying to <laughs> Yeah, we're like the victim their is, being, is going to be sent to jail. Yeah. That's, that's so funny. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that's a very
3: adult <laughs> It was a real dream. nightmare. I was like, oh no, I was riddled with guilt.
0: So
4: uh, yeah, I guess we'll jump right into it. Yeah, uh, you guys have been leaving us sweet little five-star reviews and leaving secrets. We thank you so much. We're so close to 10,000. Here is a sexy little secret. This one's called Another Sneezy Secret.
3: (gasps) Oh, someone else wants to hear this sexy sneezer over here. Can I get a big name? Bilbo (laughs) Yeah, That's good.
4: (laughs) Bilbo Shaggins writes, When I was a child, I could be a total brat, but I didn't want anyone to know. So
2: when my parents said I couldn't see Bilbo Shaggin's voice, so
4: when I didn't want anyone to know. So when my parents said I couldn't get a toy or something, I waited till they turned around and I sneezed on the toy. (laughs) So whoever got it would be, quote, as sad as I was. I'm sorry to everyone who got my tiny child germs. I promise I've reformed. Love you all.
2: Zach is the best. I love that, that secret. I wasn't sure about it, but at the end, it really got me.
0: Good yeah. secret. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It kind of shows a, a poor lack of judgment at the end there.
3: Well, it's children. Yeah. Oh, the one that, that they love, Zach. Wait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you,
0: missed, you missed the joke. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was the joking person was about the Zach.
3: sneezing on
1: toys.
0: Yeah, sneezing on toys
4: is the defense
0: mechanism to keep other kids away from your like toys. It seems like the um, same, yes. same uh, inclination to lick yeah, Pinkies or something. So your siblings couldn't get them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a what's it called when you claim something? claiming it, <laughs> claiming it. Yes. yeah dibs. Dibs. dibs dibs that's the term germs dibs. it's dibs, dibs. but dibs yeah. germs but that's dibs.
2: not you know maybe i listen the most astutely because we just have a deep connection bilbo shaggin's oh god. uh but but <laughs> she was saying that that she sneezed on the other toys to pass on her sadness mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't to get called dibs or to or to make them sick it was just that i'm sad and now the spirit of my sadness shall be mm-hmm. transferred through this doll oh but she so. apologized for the germs well, so as now an adult, she know, now
3: she knows it was really about the germs. Hmm, but yes, I, as a child, she thought she could that sadness was contagious.
0: The loaded
1: that is pretty. Which intense. it is. Yeah. I mean, what if sadness, sadness is was kind of contagious.
0: contagious? So it's like the opposite of dibs. You're not taking <laughs> yeah. it, you want to give it to everybody. Misery yeah. loves
3: company. That mm-hmm. yeah. sounds like contagious sadness to me.
1: Ah,
3: ah, ah achoo. Ned, uh, no oh, You're so
1: sad now Zach I sneezed on you I sneezed my sadness to you Wow I feel so much better I sneezed oh, you all my sadness
2: <laughs> away and gave it to Zach what, what this makes me think of is that Kids are Way darker than I think adults ever give them Credit for that idea of like I'm sad and I'm going to sneeze sadness Onto others is like That's some heady shit
3: Yeah they're mean children are vicious they're mean they don't know they don't think about the ramifications of their actions they're just mean they'll just lay down on the floor and scream you can't do that you can't lay down on the floor and scream
2: Uh, well unacceptable hmm, i i I could and i did yeah but you shouldn't but i did unacceptable
1: wes is getting a little older and he's starting to know how to manipulate his emotions Uh to try and get Response, you know, if we, oh, yeah, if there's something that he can't do, like he's been getting very into watering the plants, which is hilarious and awesome and so cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you don't want your baby uh, controlling a hose, spraying it everywhere. So you might take the hose away and say, Okay, we're done watering the plants now. He'll just <laughs> fall on the ground oh in God. the dirt, pounding his hands. Wow. Trying to get me to, you know, relent. But I'm, I'm cold as ice. Who's that's the pushover? Me. You or Ariel? Oh, uh, definitely Ariel. I, oh. I, I mean, pushover. Is, she's she's not a pushover. Who's but a soft? I, I would I say, say no. That's even not. I'm just more. Who's less strict? I, I, yes, <laughs> Ariel is less strict than I
2: am. I was hoping it was you. I could so I could totally see you having a soft spot in whatever Wes wants. I feel like you're the mushy mushy gushy.
1: No, because I I love him so much that I, I need to <laughs> discipline, to, to teach him. The this ways is, of the world. It's like same with like sleeping, right? It's like if he's fussing and crying, like the, actually the best thing to do yeah, just, um, is to let him figure it out himself and kind of go in every so often.
2: That's what Maggie does with me whenever I'm having a tantrum. She so oh, yeah? just puts me in the other room and just lets me cry it out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's much better. Because <laughs> otherwise if
0: she comes in, I go, oh, that works. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Yeah, now, she, mm-hmm. now you know. You know, I think I'm going to quote my stepdad. It's my favorite quote he ever said about me. There's a difference between, so we're talking about like Ned's being a, a generally like mushy-gushy versus being like a sensible parent, sure. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think there's a difference between being sensitive and sensible, right? I
2: do like that quote. So
0: it's a very versus situation. You're both, but do you lean more towards one or the other? I always lean more sensitive, so I let my emotions in those situations override the logic of a situation, mm. which doesn't mean it's worse. It just means that I will... Pick up my dog, even though I'm not supposed to pick up my dog in a training session because I just felt like it, you know. Mm-hmm. While mm-hmm. set more, if you leave more sensibly, you always follow exactly what you know is best in the situation in terms of a a, a left brained standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, no, I you're mean. not allowed to pick up your dog. Or you know, if they're whining in the cage and you're trying to crate oh, crate yeah. tra- yeah. tra- tra- train them and stuff like that, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll I'll pick them up.
1: No, that's what I mean by I'm cold as ice. Like I, yeah. I can. I can do what is uh, right.
0: (laughs) Interestingly, I'd say amongst the four of us, uh, Ned would be on one side, the furthest, most sensible, and I would actually probably be the polar opposite. I think I'm the most sensitive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're pretty,
2: you're pretty sensitive. I'm super
0: sensitive to people's Mm -hmm. emotions, Mm -hmm. like a little too much. It actually overwhelms me sometimes. I'm like what they used to call in like mutant lore, an empath. Eugene, I'm
2: getting really upset about this discussion. Uh, (laughs) I need to leave the room. (laughs) It's fun though, because you're, the, the aura you give off is it's that very you like cold and yeah. evil yeah you got your cold as ice no emotion gets in or out but but not true you are very i think it's because it empathetic. was my defense
0: mechanism when i was growing up to put on a cold front because i was so empathetic oh. i was just fucking in the playroom sneezing on all the toys <laughs> wanting everyone to feel my sadness but when no one did i became a villain. I feel like you would have <laughs> run into that toy store and you've been like, sneeze
2: on my face. I, I can be sad with you. <laughs> Actually,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I've, there's a lot of stories, of me as a kid, like, uh, I remember this girl lost her grandmother's. I don't know why she was wearing her grandmother's wedding ring in kindergarten what? one day. It was just no. like a thing her grandma let her do because oh, she felt pretty. Oh, and she lost it what in this. Fool. And she lost oh. it. She lost it in the sandbox. And she was sitting there crying. And um, because she wasn't very popular, no one would help her. So I stayed out there. I skipped. I, I stayed out there. Everyone went back into the school for class. I snuck back out, and for two hours, I dug around that sandbox by myself. Found the ring, <gasps> and when I gave it to her, she gave me a big old kiss.
3: Wow!
5: Ew, and I was cooties. like, "Because
0: yeah. yeah. you gave her a wedding ring." That's bro. true. Oh, I did. True. You proposed, and I you think when she to <laughs> and I think when she walked up to me, I was still like on my knees. You're and engaged. Oh yeah. my god,
2: Eugene, really nice you're engaged. You are engaged.
0: you are betrothed. Yeah, I think her name was Ashley.
5: Actually,
0: congratulations, Ashley and Eugene. They didn't really talk to her because she Sitting was she in was a tree. the girl that was like a foot taller than everyone when you were a kid. So they were just like, "Oh, she's a giant," and then she turned out being regular. Also, no, like yeah. tall little kids have hilarious proportions. Yeah, she was all <laughs> limbs. you're all
3: noodle. I was a noodle person, so I can talk about it. Aww. They're like I, the It monster. I'm still kind of a noodle person. But wow. I was definitely a noodle. Wait person. a minute,
0: does that make me actually the first Mary try guy? Well, the first engaged. 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 Oh, I guess I'm just... You didn't seal the deal. I've just been engaged for... I'm engaged for over 20 years. You are the longest... (laughs) This engagement
3: is going on forever, bro. When are you going to do it? I thought I had a long engagement. Oh,
0: my God. I gave another ring to a girl in second grade. And she gave me a kiss, too.
2: It's taking you this long to see the pattern. I don't know. I guess
0: I just figured out girls liked rings. What was the context in, in second grade? Um... She, what was it? She just really liked rings. Her name was Kelly. And I drew this really beautiful portrait of her. uh, And she, and I gave her a ring and she gave me a kiss. I thought I liked girls. Of course. mm. Yeah. I was pretty smooth though, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Suave. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, this is what people do to do things that girls like. Yeah. And then I found out I like dick and I just fucking (laughs) wasted all that time on nothing. (laughs) And then, yeah. Well, I probably gave
1: you you know, some training and being charming just to anyone. Yeah. But but gay men hate rings. They hate them. (laughs) They hate rings. (laughs) You ever give a ring to Not on the finger.
3: Hey. Hey,
2: There it it is. On the wrist. (laughs) Whirl.
3: I got my ring wrist on, which means I'm gay. (laughs) Right? (laughs)
4: Am I unsure? (laughs) Speaking of things you're wondering (laughs) about, our listeners have been emailing in special little questions to at advice that will go for miles at gmail.com
0: that's the question oh, right. oh, those
4: are the questions are the that's questions. where we get questions. this is questions. good
0: for new tripod listeners
4: yeah new tripod listeners know so you secrets
0: me. are on the app yeah all tripod questions listeners are, are very frustrated questions.
3: <laughs>
4: questions are sent to questions are sent to advice that'll go from that will go for miles at gmail.com so long yeah that's I, how
1: he was able to get it. That's how oh. I was able to. It was
4: available, which Great. is really nice. What are those questions? Uh, so we have a couple questions from our adoring fans. Uh, the first one is written by a lady, and <coughs> can, can I get a name of a lady? Madam Tree. Madam tree. Mm.
2: Madam tree, Madam
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tree, Madam Tree writes.
2: Madam Tree's behind Eugene. Madam Tree is behind Eugene. <laughs> you, you said that yeah. as the tree behind me touched me. Well, I think night. I don't think the tree touched you. I think you touched the tree. Mm. Here, I'm yeah.
3: the tree while you say this. There's, you there's
4: a. That's be, oh yeah. There's there's a tree in our studio. There's a tree in our studio.
2: It's a fake tree, but it's a lovely <laughs> fake tree. It's a nice fake tree. You just need yeah. some foliage to okay, brighten I know up. I had
4: if you enjoy the fake plants in the video version of our podcast, let me know in the comments because uh, every time before the podcast, I m- meticulously move them into frame. Okay. Madam Tree writes Ahoy to Miles, Eugene, Keith, Ned, and Zach. Ahoy. She's uh, also a pirate. I'm a plucky little lass who was planning to go as Popeye style sailor for Halloween. It's fun. Did you
2: just pronounce it Popeye?
4: Popeye. Okay. Is that sailor right? Man? Popeye. Yeah. Popeye. Army timbers. Melbourne. Popeye. He's, <laughs> not a, he's not a pirate. He's, sailor. he's huh? a sailor man. Huh? <laughs> he's like spinach. Oh, that's right. He has a big bicep <laughs> and, a, and a hot wife. Okay. Olive oil. The olive oil. Yeah. And a baby. What's his you baby's talk name? About arm. Arm. Heath, you look a lot like olive
0: oil.
5: Yeah,
4: Yeah. i was planning to go as a popeye style sailor for halloween it's fun easily recognizable and allows me to flex my awesome arm muscles for the whole day but i haven't i have recently been informed that this is a thing that comes up multiple times in season three of the hit netflix original show stranger things i don't watch it and i don't plan on because i'm a schmuck But more importantly, do I test myself against the seas and sail the stormy waters? That is, is that a Stranger Things reference and wear the sailor costume or do I abandon ship and choose something different? Also, if y'all have any good alternative costume ideas, please let me know.
0: Thank you. So she is dressing as a, as Popeye. (laughs) Yeah. She's worried that people are going to
1: think, <laughs> think she's that she's a, a Stranger uh, Things reference when she really <clears throat> wants to be a Popeye reference. They're going to exactly. think that she's
0: Joe Curie and Maya Hawk in Stranger Things season three, the Ahoy ice cream costume. So
1: what she's got to do is incorporate more Popeye elements. I'm talking your can that says spinach in giant letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm talking the
3: tattoos, the pipe, the bottle of olive oil, and a little dress. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's yeah, oh, oh,
0: hilarious. Adorable. Well, yeah. I would say as someone who's very obsessed and serious with Halloween, one, get a partner to go with you as olive oil. That'll mm. totally just nix any Or any an confusion. olive oil bottle in a dress. You absolutely. could also do that. <laughs> um, but I would say definitely the... the the bicep. I think that if you have hair or if any way resemble Maya Hawk, that's where you're going to have a problem.
2: Oh, if you're a redhead?
0: If you're a redhead and if yeah. you look like her and you're <laughs> you in a sailor outfit. Yeah, if you just have like longer hair, they're going to be like, oh, are you, mm-hmm. Yeah. are you, uh, what's but, her name in Stranger Things?
2: Uh, Maya Hawk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maya Hawk. But I think the pipe will help.
2: I think Ned's right about the can of spinach. You just need more specifics. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a name tag that says, hey, I'm, I'm Popeye, Popeye. Mm-hmm. the yeah. sailorman.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'd also invest in like full chin prosthetics. Does Popeye yeah. have a big chin? Yeah, he chin? has a huge chin, right? Yeah. That would look way do You know
2: cool. nothing about Popeye?
4: I know lots about it. I used to read the comics and watch <laughs> the thing. Exactly. It's right? not yeah. Popeye. But
2: he... <laughs> he
4: has like a high, weird voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. S- think... Have you seen the Robin Williams Popeye with yes. Shelley Duvall? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a beautiful
2: movie. I, I think, though, unfortunately, you are, regardless of how many specifics you do, you're going to run the risk of people confusing you. But also, uh, is it a bad thing? It, it, and that's a question you have to answer. It seems like it bothers her. So if that is going to bother you, then then you should find something a little more specific, a little more timely.
0: But the best option is if you are uh, essentially going as Papa, you should find a guy who is tall and lanky and have him play Olive Oil. Hell yeah. That is the best option. It's like mm-hmm. when people couple swap, swap like Bob's Burgers or something.
2: I exclusively... Oh yeah, Halloween's coming up. Fuck, we got to figure out our costumes. I'm not going to figure it out. I, no. I'm just going to last minute put on
3: some bullshit. Oh, just, it's the best
2: holiday. I
3: like it, but I never, so get, never prepared enough. So much work. And this, I never get invited to the cool parties. So well, then you need
2: to be the cool party you want to see in the world. Maybe we could throw a party. We could throw a party, but it's
3: never going to be good enough because everyone's at the cool party.
2: I exclusively uh, gender swap my costumes with Maggie. Uh, I just think it's way more fun Like one year She wanted to be Darla From Finding Nemo And I'm like great I'll be Sexy Nemo Hilarious
0: But Nemo's a guy
2: Yeah but I was Sexy Nemo Sexy uh, hi- so. You, I went, got, you got, Nemo. got the Sexy she she was Nemo costume You dressed girl Nemo Yeah I was as, That's real next level I was dressed as Nemo's mom Who uh, uh, has weird. an untimely exit in the film
0: but she looked guys, sexy doing it But she looked
3: good That girl
2: looked good in the beginning
3: How come the Try Guys haven't been invited To any like cool mansion Halloween parties Or cool mansion parties Period. In general what the, I know there's Hollywood mansion parties All the time Why am I not there? I'm cool You're cool I, you, I, love, I, you like to party I like to party I like food You like I'm mansions cool. I love mansions I just don't like if anyone out there is a rich mansion owner throwing a dope-ass party, let shoot us, us an invite. You yeah. know, to be- I got invited to a Hollywood mansion uh, Halloween party. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't you? You said you
1: would or you did? No, I did. You, did. you did? Yeah. 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 What? It Which was, one? It, I don't know. I mean, it was you a couple of years know. ago. Did you It go? was like a friend of a friend. I went and yeah. Well, what? Tell us yeah, tell <laughs> everything. I, uh, I, well, you know, like... Not really my thing, like I, I'm not. Halloween's not my favorite holiday. Well, um,
2: this, it was a Halloween mansion party, yeah. yeah that's what I'm exactly it was a what I And there was for. like a
1: pool, and there's a whole bunch of people in costumes It was a
2: pool,
3: uh, yeah.
1: Pool. yeah like in the Hollywood Hills. In
3: the hell,
1: you know, we left early because you, you left
3: early <laughs> before all the shenanigans.
0: To be fair. I think that a lot of those parties now require you to have pretty excellent costumes. I would so do they, it. So they they need to see that you've had. So you're good back. You're back on too. board,
2: Keith. You want an excellent costume.
3: I would do it if I had a place. I just never have a place. So why would I make a dope ass
0: costume to do nothing? Because you got to seek that out sometimes.
3: I can't find
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't used to go to a, find it. I used to go to some of those types of parties, but they're not as fun as you might think because everyone's just there to get their pictures taken. It's I more left f- early. <laughs> yeah. That's why I still do the Santa Monica strip even though it's it kills me because I'm always in like stilettos, but I'll do it because it's the coolest place to get your costume scene.
2: The most yeah. fun is you just need a friend that has a great backyard to throw a big party with. Like a lot of when people. you had one, I had great Halloween Zach parties. used yeah, to throw true. the
0: bitchinest
2: parties. They were awesome. I always got mega loaded. <laughs> <laughs> this was when we uh, still worked at BuzzFeed, and I did it for my birthday two years and Halloween two years in a row. And I would clear. I had um uh, uh lived with two other guys. And our living room was downstairs from our bedroom. So we would just clear out the entire living room. We'd push everything against the walls. And then I would go into the BuzzFeed equipment cage and say, hey guys, I'm throwing a party. Give me all the lights. <laughs> and the they were like homies with me. And they would just hook me up with all the party lights that like <laughs> someone bought for a video and then never used. I would wrap my staircase with them. Yeah. We had like lasers everywhere. Clear my living room into a dance floor. And then I had this shared cul-de-sac in the backyard with like, 12 other houses and I would go around and I'd be like, "Hey guys, having a party. Uh come on by. Invite people just so that they wouldn't call the cops on us." And so mm-hmm. we had like these kind of movie level ragers which were like, you know, 200 people and you look around and you're like, "I don't know half the people here." It and was I would great. just
3: like but because that happened, like other people's apartments also became spillover for the party. Right, they and then were Suddenly, I'm in parties. like an English guy's bedroom across the way from British Jack. Like we're about who to we have saw last sex. night. No, uh, but we were like just hanging out. It was just like I'm. Like, I don't know where I was. I was just somewhere else with British Jack, it well, became
1: a great British friend. Jack plays in my soccer league. Oh Woo! yeah, yeah. Love
0: British Jack. We love British Jack. Shout out to British Jack. You guys have never been to a gay Halloween party, have you?
3: I can't get the invite. <laughs> baby. That
0: is that is next level I shit.
3: I it is. Yeah. You guys What's go I for like? it
0: because everyone there is committed to have yeah. an insane costume. Yeah. and there's like always like three hundred plus people there, yeah. and people are going fucking crazy for people to put in like full on like rent a mansion decorations all the stuff Red that's carpet that's what i want we, we should moments we should ago go you then. were trying
3: to dissuade me <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> no that just means wanted the what taken. we got to
0: do what we got to do is start planning costumes now okay like okay you, you can't just like pick it up the day before you have to have i've had a costume plan since june
2: really what yeah whoa i have and three it's options
0: secret? it's a secret ugh
2: my favorite... Because people uh,
0: find out when I, they see it, once they see it.
2: Yeah. My yeah. favorite couple's costume for the year, if anyone saw the movie Midsummer, which I like to pronounce Midsommar, I want a couple's costume where one of you goes in a full flower crown outfit dress and the other one dresses like a bear. <laughs> if you've seen that movie, you know what's up.
0: So you're going to be in the flower crown and Maggie will be the bear.
2: Yeah. Yeah, gotcha.
1: Best thing that ever happened to me was having a cute baby. You put all of the costuming Mm. on the baby. Suddenly, everyone looks at the baby. You don't have to deal with it. And sure, you could do a family costume, but like, really, it's all about the baby. It's great. Pressure's
0: off. What I'm hearing is maybe you guys want to throw a Halloween party we just <gasps> rent a mansion? Yeah. <gasps> can we have it in the That's office? a great video. We <laughs> yeah. should rent a mansion and throw a dope-ass party. And then we can be what I always wanted to be, which is Heidi Klum on Halloween. That's the party you need to get into.
2: Oh, and we can have a big moment where you walk down the staircase. What, is, yes. what does it mean to be
0: Heidi Klum on Halloween? Oh, Heidi I know. Klum she is, always has amazing She costumes. was the first like major celebrity who became like, every year she does an insane costume, and then she has a huge party. You we'll should never dress as Heidi Klum that. this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. We'll that's Heidi actually Klum. very meta.
3: We'll get drag queens to perform. We'll get like Smash Mouth to perform. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get like... Nope. Only drag queens and Smash Mouth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I was gonna move on to like corn dogs and like the food that we could get. Yeah, no, I'll be there for sure. Like, okay. Oh, we'll get a whole roast pig. A Whole roast pig pig. Why?
2: Because it's gruesome Halloween I love spooky foods too Like like you call the spaghetti and meatballs The brains Uh huh Uh huh -hmm. Yeah Yeah.
3: We'll have a whole roast pig And a bowl of spaghetti and meatballs
2: (laughs) (laughs) That you have to serve with your hands Yeah classic (laughs)
3: Halloween stuff And candy corn everywhere
1: Oh, oh. I like, like candy corn right? Uh, I like not candy, candy corn. Corn. Nah. I love candy corn oh, I don't love it. Come but at I, me, bro. I appreciate love it? it. You love it? Yeah, I love, love it? it. I love it. I love it. You it's my favorite it? Halloween candy. It's also probably the only Halloween candy that is <gasps> named three others.
2: Exclusively the, Halloween candy? Yes. No, I guess it's <laughs> <an> exclusive <laughs> The plain play.
3: chocolates that are wrapped in Jack O'
2: Lantern. One. <laughs> uh that's it that's <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. i i guess of the exclusively halloween candies that would have to be my number one is oh, top you know three what? you know what the the the,
3: Skull the strawberry wrapper that like it's around like a chewy sort of yeah. uh, hard candy that's in the strawberry thing that's something i only get at halloween now oh you know that it I looks like a little strawberry a christmas candy. it looks
2: to me like a grandma candy in general one year my friend's dad got us all into his like stuffed us into a minivan and he just charted the to the best houses like not even in our town we went like to different towns and we would just drive up run to the door get back get in the car and he like had mapped out the places that were handing out the best candy the best stuff Mm. it felt like cheating yeah that is yeah i didn't do that no i think you gotta go on foot. you gotta go on you're allowed to drive to neighborhoods if you stay in that neighborhood for like an hour plus yeah right this is just walking it felt wrong to me i got
0: some great stuff I would say that we were kids growing up where when I was a young kid, it was us trick or treating. And then once I got into high school, it became the era where trick or treating started falling out of style because of the the dangers of it and people (sighs) did more communal things. How how old were you saying? Once I hit high school, people started trick or treating less. And I think now it's more like, we were the last. Well, we're. We were no, I'm saying when you. it died off in general. Oh, oh like, just the people world. People don't trick-or-treat oh, as much. Yeah, we now. were the last oh, generation. True. They I do it in their... Dangerous trick or treat. Yeah, we like fucking went to stranger. We went everywhere by ourselves. Like, oh, parents yeah. went with us. We just ran wherever yeah. we went. Like, yeah. Like, I think we were the last, last generation, generation of the free... Did your parents go with you? Oh. They never went with me. Uh, no. no. They always go, bye, see you in, like, five uh, hours. Uh, I was like a
3: child, but as soon as I was ten...
1: Yeah. No, then it's just you and your Friends running them we in the kids. neighborhood. My parents
0: let me go when I was like seven by myself. Well, you don't remember with your sisters? With my sisters, but we were still yeah. like See, three I, kids. I was, I was
2: able to do that when I was yeah, when we were younger because I had yeah. older brothers. How old were we with the the razor blade scare?
0: That was when we were kids. Was when we, when I, we were, kids. I was young.
2: You guys, I think there's like your shoulder, right? no which evidence that then became of that sort of a yeah, to, yeah there was that was a like myth that started
0: that never legend. was true. A terrifying, a terrifying one. That razor blades were put in the apples. That oh yeah,
2: that's movie. right. Which but. also, who the fuck's giving out apples? And what kid is gonna bite into an apple on yeah. Halloween? Have you seen
3: yeah. how quickly it takes for an apple to turn discolored once it gets any oxygen? Like <laughs> if you put a razor blade in it, it would be, have see. a giant brown slash mm-hmm. on the side. <laughs>
1: like, I do remember my mom being like, "Only eat." The packaged candies.
0: Mm. Man, urban Don't legends eat are crazy. Like original mm. stuff. Yeah, the Raised Blade and Apples was a huge thing for us as kids.
1: I, I definitely enjoyed as a teenager, then kind of pranking people on Halloween. Mm. Like uh, one year, I dressed up as a scarecrow and sat myself in the yard. And then I put next to my arm, uh, so I have like straw coming out of my neck and my elbows and wearing full gloves and, and pants. I, I'm just kind of flopping to the side. Then I put. Next to my arm, a big old bowl of candy with a sign that says, please take one. Everyone knows this. The the signs that say please take one, Mm -hmm. there's always a chance that someone takes more than one because not everyone's polite. Actually, most people see it as a free for all, exactly. And so anytime some, some mischievous middle schoolers came and were like, oh yes, basket, basket, take all the candy. I would up up, jump yeah. up and go
2: Rah!
3: yeah it's a good, and
1: good they prank
2: poop themselves <laughs> You did something similar, right Keith?
3: Yeah, we had a little garbage bag. So we had a you know how you put your leaves in garbage bags, but in Halloween time they had like jack-o-lantern looking garbage bags you could put your leaves in when you raked up your yard. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had those. We had some spares, so my brothers and I sometimes would tie ourselves up in another one but leave holes where the eyes were and then as kids walk by we just stick our arms out, oh, out of the there'd be like a row of bags with leaves and then a row then just awesome. one that has a child in it <laughs> and it these little lanky armed Habers burgers reaching out at children and we also had a very cool we had this uh, a card table and we had uh um the thing from the adams family was what gave out candy so it was a card table with a little cigar box on top and one of us would be underneath and you'd pull your hand up through the box, and you'd ha- like have a piece of candy that you'd give to the kid. Oh, that's so cool. And the, but it was fun because you did little like bits. Like sometimes there would be a kid who was nervous, and you, I could hear my mom being like, "Oh, oh, he's shy. No, he won't hurt you." And I'd come out, and I would look like afraid as the hand. and then, and then I, I would like put the candy out, and then I'd like come back. I would go back in, and I would just like keep one finger out as if it was watching, and then it would wave. And then sometimes people would be like aggressive and try to grab the hand. So then I would just start rocketing candy out of the hole. <laughs> that wouldn't come out. I would just toss it like a fountain. It was very fun. All of us did Man, it it's at some point. such a blast. It was such a cool way to give out candy. I hope I can do something similar. I did find on Snopes that, yes, um, people have put razors and needles into of,
2: Well, candy. of course someone uh, has. Yeah, We've
3: yeah. been really around
2: wants- for millions of years eating candy on Halloween. Of course somebody's put True. a razor. Yeah. Millions of, of years Speaking of revising an old story,
4: that brings us to our next segment where we revamp and remake older movies. Oh. Each of the boys have brought a movie that they would like to remake for the modern era with a new cast, new twist, new style mm-hmm. etc. So uh, who would who would, et cetera. Et cetera.
3: Et cetera. I texted this out. I'll go first Please. the
1: movie I'm remaking is Cloud Atlas. And I'm going. Why? why? Because
3: it was ancient, (laughs) first of all.
1: I've got a much better plot to it. It's what I thought the movie was about when I
2: first saw the trailer. I don't think everyone knows Cloud Atlas, so before you revise it, can you can you hit us? Try and hit us with synopsis. (laughs) Nope.
1: (laughs) It's Cloud Atlas is a sci-fi movie set between a bunch of different time periods and a bunch of different places, and they. And turned
2: white people into Asian people. <laughs>
0: yeah, was it like? Reincarn- it's based on a novel, I believe, mm-hmm. and then it was a film by the Wachowskis, Wachowski's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. of the
2: Matrix fame. Mm-hmm. Very confusing. And Speed I Racer. couldn't
1: explain it to you if I tried. But when I watched the trailer, it shows like these fantastical elements and then these real world, like you know, nineteenth century like Britain elements, and, I, and I, it's called Cloud Atlas. So I thought to myself, this movie is about the difference between the real world and the cloud world. (laughs) And there's this magical (laughs) atlas that lets you go between the two worlds.
2: A visit into Ned's imagination. Yes.
1: Cloud world. Cloud world. uh, Led by the mysterious but beautiful Idris Elba.
3: Nice. And his I'm in. Cloud Warriors. Amen. Isn't there um a movie that is about
2: like the upper class lives on like a cloud world way up high and the lower That's class That's Elysium. Yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's also funny. Actually, I wasn't going to pitch this, but I I've always wanted to do a uh, uh take Metropolis and and turn that into a uh kind of modern disaster horror film. Mm. But Metropolis is kind of the original based on like the elite living above and uh, mm-hmm. Lower class living below. Oh, and um, and the Jetsons are like that. Elite Battle mm-hmm. Angel is also kind of in that same yeah, realm. It doesn't
3: focus on the upstairs people, yeah. but it is in that that world where there's a big rich class
2: upstairs. Very classic yep. trope. Do you ever watch the Jetsons and wonder like who's down below at the bottom of those building stocks? Probably a bunch mm, no. of mutants, yeah. robots. Mm. I, I'm yeah, guessing. Monsters. I think the Jetsons are like they're the elite. And they're oh yeah, they're Robo living. Yeah. Oh, they got a robot they yeah. built their empire on on a pile of suffering. Mm.
4: Isn't there a conspiracy theory that the Flintstones live down there? That's
1: so funny. That's mm-hmm. funny. And that the is. grand unifying theory. Of, yeah. Uh, Hanna-Barbera.
4: Yeah. And then, like, there's, like, the Stone Age down there. Like, it's, like, reverted to the Stone Age, but then all the future people live above the clouds. But
2: we never see the base of the Jetson Tower. That's also,
4: like, uh,
1: H.G. Wells' Time Machine. Oh, great book. That's probably, like, the original Mm -hmm. upper-class, lower-class, futuristic society. Anyways, that's what this would be. Cloud (laughs) Atlas. uh, (laughs) One man, Tom Holland, from a lower-class society, young boy, Mm. uh, finds this mysterious... Cloud Atlas and he goes Oh yeah. Blows the dust off of it. Love and that and starts shining.
3: Ooh, and then it shows him a map to the cloud world. Wow. He has to like fight his way up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like yeah, alien lizards and Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: for sure. And Kate Blanchett it, at first is an enemy, then becomes a friend
2: and now I wait so you're just
0: rewriting the entire thing so it's based on yeah, the title yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: it's not even a remake no no really? well it is a remake it's a reimagining the idea
0: you had when you saw the trailer we, exactly we, we, God, we God, buy
1: it. the IP of Cloud Atlas and then we <laughs> totally rewriting it.
0: change it okay
2: <laughs> now as an executive I love the idea Thank Ned you. I, I want to green light this movie but I want to make sure that the elements that I loved from the first film are still there so how many white actors get to play Asian people so
1: we're gonna twist that and <laughs> actually all the it's actually an all-Asian
3: cast. Oh, nice. It's every time all-Asian Right. Yeah. Well, let me walk you down the lane of my reimagining. Disney has been crushing it lately with the reinventions of modern classics. Uh, I said that wrong. But they're taking all these old animated films and making them live action. As we've discussed on this pod. with m- Much to our chagrin. Tr- mm. tr- yeah. yeah, they're not great. But, Emperor's New Groove. Well, that's a no. great choice too. But I was going for Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. But I want this to feel like The Hobbit. Mm. I want the Explain. dwarves to be the mountain-dwelling dwarves that are like kind of greedy, kind of oh, like over overzealous. Yeah. They're like too monstrous. They do, and they those dwarves have been cast out of the mountain because they didn't fit in the <laughs> the world of the other dwarves. In so the you mountain. want you're basically this is a dark, gritty. Snow, Snow White. White and the seven Dwarves. okay. Uh, like because and it they, is it's a gritty plot, right? Is, wait, like did they, they do that?
2: this?
1: Snow White and the huntsman? Yeah
3: oh I didn't watch it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're describing what already been.
1: <laughs> I was about to say.
2: I was about to say it's, it's like Snow White Snow and the Huntsman, but for Snow White. Yeah. Oh, oh well, wait, that so was I Snow White. So I
0: guess
3: my idea is
2: great. They made two <laughs> of them.
3: That's what I'm
1: saying. And they
2: were okay. <laughs> they were. They were pretty so they mediocre. No, like no. You, turn,
1: you, you take that back. Those movies were awesome. So who would you cast as Snow White?
3: I hadn't thought that far. <laughs> I was just excited about
2: Middle Earth Snow White. Who would I you? Guess someone's who, already done that poorly. Who would you cast as the Huntsman? I want to mm. see if you accidentally guessed the real Ooh, casting. Chris Hemsworth. That's who
5: That's they cast. Yes. Literally,
3: <laughs> who it
2: is. Really,
3: don't know anything about this movie. Oh my god! I knew it. <laughs> that <I> just <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly. Like I, I imagine the Huntsman's face, I'm like, oh, this is Chris it's Hemsworth. It's Chris <laughs> Hemsworth.
2: Yeah. In all fairness, I, I picture him in for that Mo- movie.
3: I didn't see it. I would also go with Chris Pratt,
1: and
0: he—he
3: would be a fun it would be a fun one. It's it really fun. just an Angelina Jolie starring vehicle.
0: No, oh, no, no. That's Maleficent. No, You're that's thinking maleficent. of Charlize Theron. Since Charlize, Charlize Theron is the evil queen. Snow White and the Huntsman? Evil Queen and Hunts- Snow White and the Huntsman. And wasn't
2: it huh. Kristen Stewart? Yeah. Kristen
0: Stewart was Snow White.
3: Hollywood sweetheart Kristen Stewart.
4: <laughs> Keith,
2: is that, does that gel with, with your big oh, mistake? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We
3: got to choose somebody older. Older? Yeah. <laughs>
2: How much older? She
3: needs to be in her 40s. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Snow White? No White. White. Okay. That's so, why yeah, she's so old. Far in the future. <laughs> so who are you so thinking? Uh, and you know, like in the, you know, in old movies, it's like, okay, like be, uh, it's not like modern society where like, oh, all the young women have to play old ladies. Old ladies can play old ladies. How about it's, it's Kristen Wiig in her first dramatic role? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That'd be wild. How about Viola Davis? Oh. Give her a shot. Yeah. Ooh. Give her Although, it's big- going to be tough with just the, that like the first line is like her, her skin was <laughs> as fair as snow. Fair. I mean I'm in support mm. of of you know different casting, but that one is that one is tougher. tougher.
2: Yeah. Okay. I get that. That
3: one's tougher. <laughs> Didn't think that one. What do you got? Didn't <laughs> that one, hey, let's
1: change the subject. Hey, let's change wow. the subject. Why are we ending every
5: remake? Dude, yes. I didn't mean
0: to. All right, so we have a uh, um, Ned's remake that is not really a remake. No, well, <laughs> remake, yeah, that a remake that already what happened. What do you got, Zach?
2: <laughs> I got two, but I think I'll go with the dumber yeah. one. Uh, so I'm going to bring you back to the year 2009. Okay, mm. the Karate Kid just came out and it was a smash box office hit starring a young mm-hmm. Jaden Smith. And I was like, oh, fuck. This kid is the future of Hollywood. He's Will Smith, but tinier, right? Mm-hmm. And so in my in my mind, I was like, okay, here I am, a young film student. I could spend all this time writing original movies or I can just plot out the next 10 years of Jaden Smith's career. And so what I did is I went into my room and I thought of all of the wonderful movies that could be Jaden Smith's starring vehicles. Now, of course, a lot of these were just mining Will Smith IP and figuring out, but what if we did it with a child? Mm. So such classics as Child, Child, West, in which Artemis Fowl accidentally creates a childification ray and turns James West into a kid. Hijinks ensue. That's pretty good. You get Lil Men in Black, which is the t- the junior division kids of in men, black. In black. <laughs> no, men in Black. No, Lil Men in Black. Lil Men in Black. L I L. Lil, Lil. Okay. Be
4: like baby geniuses,
3: but for the Men in Black era.
2: Well, they're more teenagers, okay, and they can party. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> when they're teenagers. I'm actually very
3: surprised. There's no like kids and kids in black. Like, yeah,
1: right.
2: Uh, kids fighting aliens. That's awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, makes uh, sense. <clears throat> it totally makes sense. And it'd be great. Jayden, yeah, but then Jaden went his own way. He became he his own thing. He's, he's got his music career. He's got his fashion, fashion career, helping water and Flint. He's doing cool stuff. But the the one that I actually wanted to remake, one of my favorite movies as a kid, was Blank Check. Do you guys remember Blank Check?
3: Dude, that's a great... That you would that really should be remade. So, also, you should remove the kiss between the adult and the child. That was my favorite scene. Well, it's inappropriate. <laughs>
2: it's yeah, weird. It's, that mo- okay, Blank Check, that, if you don't... That
3: moment especially doesn't age well. <laughs> it doesn't. A romantic but, kiss is shared between an adult woman and, and a young child. boy.
2: <laughs> I watched it back again because we talked about this months and months ago. And it's like... It's a full-on kiss. It's like almost a oh. slow motion kiss. Yeah, it's very weird. And there's fountains in the background that are backlit. Like it's beautiful. It's a romantic movie between a eleven year old mm-hmm. boy and a full grown uh secret agent woman. Yeah.
0: It's clearly um, written by like some nerd dude. Yeah. yeah. From like a dream perspective. I think it was written 80.
2: by a good look up who wrote Blank Take. I think it has a, a very accomplished screenwriter. But um oh no, you know who it is? It's the guy who wrote save the cat i think
4: oh really yeah
2: he talks about that fucking movie that's his only claim to fame anyway blank check is a movie where a kid gets a blank check from his grandmother and he like goes into the bank system and types it in for a million dollars and uh then he accidentally ends up stealing uh, of some bad guys money it isn't a blank check from his grandmother it's a blank check from a guy who hits him with his car
3: Oh, he's that's riding a bicycle. A rich dude hits him with his car, but it's the bad guy. And yes, the bad guy gives him a check. Like, and he like basically writes like he's like just just give yourself a hundred bucks, kid
2: and he types like, in a million dollars in a million dollars and with that million dollars he buys a mansion he installs a water slide for that mansion he gets a limousine and a private limousine driver and he gets a whole backyard of toys and inflatable actually the parties that i used to throw where i had a bouncy castle in my backyard was inspired by blank check i mean it makes sense uh, it, it was
4: blake snyder he wrote Blake it. snyder and there the you go parents amazing. are
2: just nowhere Nowhere. nowhere. well. parents are nowhere. Yeah, they're pretty negligent. But the big theme of that movie <laughs> is that you can't buy friendship and you can't buy love. And he tries to fill you the void. You can't
1: buy a mansion for only <laughs> yeah. a million dollars. Maybe back then.
2: Uh,
3: not now. Not, I don't not think in ever. You, not, can, you can do that in like Alabama. You can do that in Michigan, Maybe some parts of Michigan. You can do that a lot of
2: places, but not here. I agree, though I think that the the million dollars and the check aspect is the most antiquated, which is why the entire idea payment. the entire idea is based on the new title PayPal. I like <laughs> this. Uh, now you uh. got it. Which is also now antiquated. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, because it's a double entendre, the true message of the film oh. is that you cannot pay for friendship. Can I pay for a pal? Well, he tries to. Mm. But you can't money can't buy everything. Wow. Yeah. But it wow. can buy you a smooch from an undercover FBI agent. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. I think that's a good good pitch. Pretty good, right? People haven't remade that already. Because it's just, a fun movie, but it's far from perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a fun it's it's that classic wish fulfillment as a kid that I think then you can re you know, update it and do whatever you want with it.
0: Eugene, what's your movie? Okay, so I've been dreaming about this for a long time I... and if ever given the chance in the future, I would love to actually direct something like this, but it's actually quite timely. I've always had some qualms with X-Men casting. Oh yeah. And I've been, I'm a huge X-Men fan. I love the MCU, but I was always like a diehard X-Men kid. Hell yeah. I okay. So envision this, if I could take the helms of the X-Men franchise, you reboot it, but you do it in more in the tone of Logan, not just because it's gritty and dark. It's because X-Men is the one MCU property that directly deals with oppressed groups and it needs to be darker. Mm -hmm. I think of the times, the two thousands X-Men when they first did it, it was very flashy, very Brian singer, but it was not quite as connected to what I think are, you know, Issues that actually are very resonant today that we openly speak about they, they, there's a lot of opportunity there that I think that can be Extrapolated I think also to not for me to like dreamcast how I originally thought it should be 20 years ago But also then um, update it so it's not the same rehashing of the exact same story every time Here's my vision. Ooh. So Ooh, I'm excited the the um the cast, you know is aged up right so that Professor X needs to be much older and all those main cast members that if you're seeing the dreamcast right now for the MCU X-Men They're like, oh, yeah, Jean is gonna be like 20. No, I want her to be 50. I want them to be the elders I
3: also see I also wanted the old people
0: the elder versions of these characters So then also you can um, cast them correctly in my mind and then you can introduce a new uh New cast of mutants who are much more diverse and interesting that exist in the comics that we haven't starring, seen before. Starring
2: Jaden Smith as Lil Nightcrawler.
0: <laughs> so, is
2: this is like X Men First Class with the kids. No, not
0: no, at all. X Men babies. It's this is like no, because this is introducing X Men we've never seen before on film. Okay, okay, okay. So that's the younger people that Second you would. Class. That I'm not going to get into because most people don't know the characters, but because they have the new mutants coming out, which was well, pushed back, and those like, are some. Give us two. So I'll give fun- you some. one. He shoots nails but let me give nose. you let me give you I want to give you the casting <laughs> okay, of, okay, the, okay. of the characters people who are listening will know okay, right so my dream casting for GMI. Professor X <laughs> Professor X uh, though I think Patrick Stewart was genius casting um, he should not be British Professor X is from New York so I think that um, for me Ed Harris would be perfect. Ooh. I would oh. love to see Ed Harris as Professor X. Interesting.
2: Ed Harris, I don't know if he has that immediate warmth.
0: I adore Ed Harris. I, like I think him he's too. amazing everything. But I think at this point, he's also going to be so beaten by the world. Yeah, then
2: maybe you can have that rugged. Okay, mm-hmm. okay.
0: Wolverine, I want, even though he's he ages very slowly, <laughs> I always thought this should have been the original casting. I him to be aged up because in the comics they do that with time travel. Yep. Ian McShane from ah. Deadwood. He, the thing about uh, he's got the Hugh Jackman, he's supported. amazing. Uh, Wolverine is canonically short. He's a shorter guy. He's Mm. grizzled. And he has a deep, mean voice. And he's not supposed to be traditionally hot. It's just not Wolverine's character. Ian McShane is my perfect Wolverine. And then Storm, of course, has to be Angela Bassett. There's no question. Uh, We need a darker-skinned Storm who has the the presence of an African queen. And like she literally plays an African queen in Black Panther. And
2: she literally is Is an African queen in real
0: life. (laughs) Now, there's like younger options you could have now, but I, I think that Angela Bassett also looks; she's still twenty. So I think that you could mm-hmm. still cast her in whatever they do. She's amazing. Um, and then I would say, yeah, like the other mainstays, like Jean Grey. I would love to see Nicole Kidman as Jean Grey. Wow. I think she'd be all older. Huh? This is yeah. an expensive cast. All older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is my it's like X-Men. my like elite well, like A list cast. You
2: saved some movie on Ian McShane, so you can splurge for Nicole Kidman.
0: Yeah, and then you could do like um, Jubilee, who's often the teenager who's never properly portrayed in the films um, the Lana corner did a great job uh, she'd be in her 40s now she'd be played by Ming Na Wen mm. yes which in the comics Jubilee becomes an ultimate mutant where she has like telepathy and she's like dark and crazy yeah this shit fucking rocks and I think that they should do that introduce the new mutants which they have a new mutant, uh, movie coming out anyways but the whole a younger class of mutants that we haven't seen yet portrayed on film in their teens and twenties.
2: Was this were you, uh, cartoon or comics or both? When I was cartoon,
0: out? and then I started reading the comics. Yeah. What yeah. was hmm.
2: did you guys only cartoons comics? for me?
3: Just just not even X Men. I, I, I no, I just didn't read comics at all. Ah. So like that, my parents. This is something
2: we didn't have, and I didn't think that. Oh, did you read Ultimate X Men? Was a book.
0: You no, know, which one was that one? Uh,
2: that was uh, they rebooted Ultimate X Men and Ultimate Spider Man in the early two thousands, yeah. and those were big for me. I loved those.
0: So yeah, I think that. The big thing is that once they do X-Men, the MCU, they're just going to do the same storyline again. Are they doing that? Yeah, they're trying to bring it into Weird. MCU. Yeah, which Weird. is hard because X-Men itself X-Men, is such a constructed it's its world, universe and it's mm. dark. I think it's like so dark inherently because it's essentially playing off of a third class group, which is mutants. That's why Logan's so great. Yeah, that's why Logan's so good. Yeah. So I want that. Who would Marvel? Play? Marvel would play? Cyclops. Please. Oh, Cyclops. <sighs> that's tough because you need someone in their fifties to match up with Nicole Kidman. Um, so it needs to be like a fading pretty boy, but with the, the, what like Chris Evans brought to his Tom role.
1: Cruise. <gasps> I think Tom Cruise
0: no, I think more like a Brad Pitt might be more mm. appropriate, but someone who has like, but Cyclops, inherent humor it, it, Brad about Pitt's themselves. too likable. No, but Cyclops, Cyclops should be likable. I know,
2: but he's like, he's, he's, he's like always been so vanilla. He's
0: been so vanilla and everything. Yeah. He needs got to have some edge. And by that point in his fifties, he's probably he some edge. pretty grizzled. It, that, that's a tough one. There's a lot of actors, I think, who could play Cyclops, I but I think like, that would be an interesting
4: uh, What's-his-name from Westworld did a good Cyclops? Wasn't he Cyclops? Oh, James
0: Marsden, James yeah. James Marsden he did good. was good. You know, I liked a lot of the original cast. Yeah. I just think it was, it, when you watch it back, you're like, oh, it's crazy thinking X-Men was, like, X-Men and Spider-Man by Sam Started, Raimi were the first, yeah. like, superhero movies <laughs> using CGI in our uh, era. Also,
3: like, all those movies had a color palette that was, like, candy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it was mm-hmm. these, these cherry reds, these, mm-hmm. like, bright Blues and then when like Batman uh, Begins came out, everyone's like, "Oh wait, <laughs> if it's if it's darker, it's much more interesting." <laughs> and then all the movies started having way better like both just color palettes and just how they shot them. They thought about they made them all darker. Then Marvel got to play around in this world that sometimes looked like candy, but had problems that were mm-hmm. like darker. And then also could look really dark and still have fun, humorous characters.
0: Ooh, Magneto would be uh, Sam Elliott.
3: Wow. <laughs> without the
0: mustache because Magneto is always portrayed with very thick wavy white hair mm-hmm. and, Sam, and has like a deep voice in my mind but I think Sam Elliott would rock that. Sam Elliott versus Ed Harris. Pretty fun. Eugene yeah. I do I just
2: have one very important question though about the X-Men. Uh, what happens when you hit a
0: frog with lightning? <laughs> you know what happens when a Toad is struck by lightning?
2: The same thing. That the happens.
0: same thing that happens to everything else the worst line in cinematic is one of the worst lines in my case. There's one of storms lines from the first X-Men the first X-Men. I was like a boy when I watched and I, watched I was but so a boy many times. I was down with it because it, it was like great. one of the first superhero movies you could see. There yeah. are like, you know, moments the f- that are good. I f- watched
1: X-Men three before I saw X-Men one. And then I was like, Oh, this franchise is awesome. I need <laughs> to go back. And then I was like, this one's even better.
4: <laughs> X Men Three, they all become like pop punk. Like
2: there's like an <laughs> yeah, awesome X Three was notoriously the uh, weirdest bad. one. Yeah. Yeah, X Two was the best for it's sure. To be the yeah, worst yeah. and then I'm like. Going back and it kind Logan's of Logan's like, number
0: injuries. one. Logan is number one yeah, in the I, entire I would love X-Men to watch
3: all of the X Men in the correct order
2: now. Ugh, I don't the know the that you could. Line. It's I, too I, cacophonous. It, it's c- very cacophonous, but I would love to try. You know, X Men was mm. actually the first screenplay that I ever owned and read. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I had. I just we they would sell in New York like there's like you know knockoff stores they would sell like the fake purses and like shitty sunglasses and then one dude in the subway just had a bunch of screenplays printed so i bought x-men uh monty python and the holy grail and the matrix and i'm like i'm gonna start with the easiest one (laughs) and i read that as like uh like when i was like 11 or 12 years it must have been like 12 years old. monty
3: python and the holy grail was a movie that i that's maybe one of the movies i've watched the most in my life because of how much i watched it in middle and high school
2: I, like, that checks out almost with your personality every Saturday
3: like my friend Hank would come over and we'd watch Monty Python
0: have you ever had the experience of going to your neighbor's house where they show you a movie and then cut out certain scenes and tell you why it's related to Jesus <laughs> no I, was, I know those people because yeah. I lived in a similar town were they cut yeah. out scenes themselves so I, the first time I saw the Matrix was at my very religious neighbor's house and they cut out certain scenes that were too racy and then would pause the movie several times to talk about how Neo was related to the second coming of Christ oh little did uh, they they know yeah <laughs> little did they know yeah, I had a very weird childhood but that was the first time I saw my and when I finally saw it again I was like whoa there's a lot of fighting in this movie they didn't show <laughs> us the fighting parts what
2: that's what? the movie that's yeah the
0: whole movie. I didn't even see this part the first time <gasps> oh, what the slow-mo
2: bullet time movie. I think they were
0: trying to be like in their own cute way like cool for their kids be like oh we're gonna show you this popular movie that's the
2: well, he yeah. is a Christ
3: figure.
0: He was a Christ figure. Yes. Yeah. You could definitely
3: Matrix 3.
1: pull well, from the, Chosen first plot. Yeah, the, yeah, Chosen
0: the first one. Yeah. Very classic. Yeah. The first
3: one, it's clearly like, oh, this is kind of like a Jesus story. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. One of the oldest stories in the world. One of the best. The good story. He's the most famous Jew ever. That's true. hmm Yep. Repping my people Yezu. well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was about to start singing a hymn with you, but we do that too much when you, we're drunk. Yes, Sometimes we <laughs> me and Keith, when we're drunk, because we were like big old church kids, we just start singing Bible hymns with one another. When we
2: were on tour, they would they would sit across <laughs> from me on the bus, and I'd be eating our snacks and like reading fan mail, like any any of the things that we got, like gifts from the night, and they would just be eating french fries and singing hymns and staring at we me. We would go, you know this one? <laughs> and then we would start singing.
0: Lord, please build me hate, th- hate this one. <laughs> you and holy, You know it too, To right and true Oh, oh I hate this. With thanksgiving <laughs> Oh, I'm so creeped out right now. I'll be this a living haunting. sanctuary Sing. for you I'm, I feel attacked right now. It's great
3: right they're now. all very spooky. But they're, they're all so beautiful. Spooky. That's why I love yeah. them. Hymns are beautiful. They have yeah. a little bit of
2: spookiness. Yeah. Guys, you got to be careful though because we don't want to get a copyright strike from God. <laughs> yeah. he's copyright a, he's giving strike. strike. <laughs> <laughs> we'll smite you. I like copyright satuary. smite.
3: Yeah, it's <laughs> my favorite. You only it's a get beautiful. One. It's a good one. It's spooky. It's yeah. I love. I walked through the garden alone. That was great. Oh, that one's. Very uh, and he walks with me. Uh, anyway, uh, well, we're running out of time. I wish we had more time. Tune in next week when we spend the entire hour <laughs> singing <laughs> hymns that were in the hymnals of Methodists, Lutherans and presbyterians Presbyterians. they share a very similar song
2: if i if if i am out for an episode you guys can just do him him time the whole time oh yeah, dude i would do a whole podcast on like weird church moments they're (laughs) they're they're basically like
0: uh christmas songs well the sleigh bells Uh you know know what
2: let's do that maybe that'll be our our holiday episode but i can ask you questions and learn about it because i know nothing Mm -hmm. oh we should do a podcast someday where it's basically it's just a seder. Right, yeah. like, you'll just yeah. lead a seder, and we'll just learn
3: about. The we'll story do our, our Passover special. Yeah, we should start telling uh like biblical
0: stories. <laughs> All
2: right, we're gonna take a hard left <laughs> a turn. Hard
3: <laughs>
0: Wait, uh, is that is that right before my like gloriously pagan Halloween party that we're throwing?
2: Uh, no, well, the do... seder's forever from now. Oh, pagan okay. first. Yeah. Uh huh. Then we'll tell the story uh-huh. of of Christ and his followers, which uh-huh. is
3: and a lot of the other parts of Christmas, which are pagan. <laughs>
2: Maybe we'll just make this a pagan. You know, okay, we're gonna pivot. We're not sure where yet, but it's gonna be
0: nuts. It's Stay gonna be tuned. crazy How about all religions? Just everybody. And having actually, a good time together. We're
2: gonna be creating our own religion slowly. If you've been paying attention, you can tell that the stories we've been telling have mm-hmm. tenets, they have lessons. Mm-hmm. And they're tri- parables. Tripoodles. Yeah, we're here to teach you and to lead you into the into the new world. Did you say tripoodles? We're yeah.
1: Calling the tripod listeners
2: tripoodles. Yeah, That's because everyone <laughs> wants to be part of Miles Nation. Wait so a minute. I wanna
0: When did this get decided? I, oh, I Kind of remember.
2: Weeks ago. Zach yeah. made a
4: warring faction with the Miles Nation. Tripoodles. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I it, I kind of forgot about it immediately, but there we're a small but mighty m- bunch. Munch, <laughs> munch, <laughs> but... mighty
0: munch. You can think of a better pod pun.
2: Uh, no, it was the first thing that came out of my mouth, and we all kind of said, "Yep." I think it is more of a sure You you missed a few episodes You know that's what happens We make decisions
0: I guess so yeah
3: Sometimes decisions are hard And you don't know what decision to make And you need some advice That means it's time for When we do the next segment of the podcast Advice that will go for Miles With Miles Bonsignore How y'all doing Miles Nation? Oh I like oh, that I love all
4: one. of them That's a new one Do you want to be a
3: genius with a smartness that's going to annihilate your enemies. (laughs) He's holding the microphone up off the ground right now. You can't see it, but he's like (laughs) hovering a mic stand. Weirdly lifted. Do you want to be as
4: slick as a squirrel, as fast as a fish, and as strong as a bear with cubs? Oh, oh with cubs. That's stronger. Uh, real stronger. stronger yeah. Yeah. Make fancy meals at home. Oh.
1: Uh, make me smarter.
4: I have stronger. come to find that I have been reading cookbooks lately. You've come to find. You've come to find you, 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 to
2: find. My you, girl, you yeah. snap back to consciousness <laughs> no, sure. and you go, Oh my god, Popardelli. deli.
4: Mm-hmm. My I did make a deli. I bet. My girlfriend gave me three amazing cookbooks over the course of the last year, and I've been reading them and I've been making like fancier things at home. I made a salt-baked Branzino. Oh, mm. you made a fish? I made a fish. You made a whole fish. Made a, a whole, whole fish. fish. What'd you
3: do with all those bones?
4: I I, I deboned it. Wow. Right wow. was Where'd I Let's go. The guts, they went right in the garbage. One right in my tummy. <laughs> and actually it was a salt bake. so you like make a like essentially a cocoon of salt and yeah. egg white and then oh, you're like, very it was fancy. awesome. But so I've been making those things, and I have found that like fancy recipes and making stuff after work, it's like a great alternative to getting off work and being like, I just want to watch TV. I feel like I've been watching too much TV lately. And I feel like that's a common thing with like people who are you know in their twenties, thirties is you get off work and you're just like, Let me pop on the sinner season two and watch that with Carrie Coon. Apparently it's and very good. It's we very, love it's Carrie very Coon good. on this podcast. I love oh, Need to cast that.
0: Carrie coon in my x-men yes <gasps> that be oh awesome. she could be adult rogue <gasps>
5: yes
0: that's wow. really cool you rock that short I hair oh, that. someone needs to hire me over there
4: but wow. i think it's a good hobby and it also <laughs> helps you learn it helps you do practical skills like in knife work and things like that mm-hmm. and you can listen to podcasts and you can talk to your roommates or friends or your loved ones it's really uh it's an enriching thing
3: you know i used to really love cooking i would cook often when i would get home mm-hmm. but it Maybe it's a little bit because I don't cook meat at home anymore, but mm. like I've lost some of the the fun of cooking because oh. to me like meat has <laughs> more variety as a way you can prepare it. It also feels like there's a centerpiece element to it. Like I can't do a whole branzino. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so our, our book that was written to change our lives and to change the lives of, of those who read it uh, has changed your life for the worse. <laughs> no, it just makes it the only time I cook meat now is for
3: very special occasions. So I guess it's made those more important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's not as fun to cut up a bunch of vegetables and stir fry them. Yeah. That's I just that. the truth. <laughs> I so just go be, get our book. I <laughs> say that at the end of it, do the change that you, makes you happy and is healthier. It, I've mm-hmm. just chosen one that I'm committing to that happens to include less. Meat and I don't cook meat at home. Are you doing, yeah. you're
2: not doing any of the like turning vegetables into weird meat substitutes? Cause I, I feel like that'd be very involved. I, I like try. Fish?
3: Oh, it's hard to make. Isn't fish healthy? I do make fish at home sometimes. But I, I try to mm-hmm. have like some salmon. Maybe we have some yeah. shrimp in a pasta. But that's as far as we go.
0: Invest in a sous vide. I oh know. Yeah, that's Miles, by my next I, I that have that sous a sous vide. Do you can't can't love can't it?
4: Because I read this uh, blog and I like have this book. Uh, it's called Serious Eats. Huge shout out. If you like food stuff, they have like a great equipment list too of just like stuff you should buy and sous vide's on there.
2: And I was thinking about getting one. You it, love it
3: is 100% worth it if you cook large portions of meat or if you want
2: Ooh. meat to be cooked perfectly. Miles, we were going to surprise you with a Tesla for a video but instead we will give you a $15 coupon oh. to go get a sous vide well, sous vide's cost like 150 done. to $350 <laughs> yeah well that's about a 5% 10% that's off that's true that's so. a nice discount yeah. good discount
4: Miles.
3: still would love the Tesla
2: well I think I think we know what you that need game. we but, all yeah. would love a Tesla yeah I know we all would
4: yeah Surprise, Miles. So the here's design. the
3: problem with the sous vide, and I know we have to end this thing soon. <laughs> yeah. You've got to also buy a vacuum sealer. Yes. And you've got to buy vacuum seal bags, and you've got to have a good one that is big uh-huh. enough for the roast that you need to vacuum seal. But then
2: think about all the things you can vacuum seal. What a <laughs> <I> treat. It's, <laughs>
3: it's fun until you run out of bags. I think Ziploc <laughs> bags work just fine. They do, but they, it's not, you know... It's yeah. Not the true experience. Well, sure, you can do yeah. the air displacement with the the water displacement way, where you lower the bag in and you zip it as it goes underwater, so that the the, <sighs> w- the weight of the water pushes out most of the air, and that does work most of the time. But it's not as satisfying as the. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what it sounds like the last little gulp of air. I, I would swallow. vacuum seal everything in my house. Everything that, that I will I, make or vacuum sealer. My, my couch would be vacuum sealed. My it would be fresh forever. You know what
3: people haven't done? You know, there's all those channels where people like, they compress things. No, they like uh hydraulic press channel oh, or something yeah. like that. We should just do vacuum seal channel. We just vacuum seal funny stuff, like a whole whopper. <laughs>
2: oh, exactly that would be cool. I just
3: see how much it compresses the burger.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Vacuum. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay, don't steal that. Uh, <laughs> don't Adam, see that. It's going to take us like a couple months to get that in production.
2: Adam Bianchi and I had a retirement plan once to, to make two channels where we were going to. It was only going to be the first channel dipping sneakers in chocolate just that whatever the hot new shoe like the new every time the new Yeezy comes out we're just going to slowly dip it in chocolate like fondue chocolate yeah. like, like liquid mm-hmm. hot and then the next channel was going to be called power washing cho- sneakers dipped in chocolate and we were going to power wash <laughs> them off and see if we could restore them. It's
3: going to rip them apart when you power wash them. Yeah, that's the, that's <laughs> yeah. the fun. Yeah. It's basically a water knife. <laughs> Yeah, that's
2: pretty good. So that's my retirement plan. Oh, that's pretty good. I mean, all these channels are great. We just need more time. Mm -hmm. But for now, Mm -hmm. we just have the one channel and the other channel where maybe you're listening to this podcast. So make sure to subscribe to the channel that you're listening
1: on, whether it's YouTube or one of the many podcast networks, so you can get the tripod every time it's released on Thursday mornings. Leave us a five-star review, and uh, maybe you'll get a chance for your secret to be read out loud. Check us out on TryGuys.com. We've got new merch. We've got backpacks. We've got tie-dyes. Get your back-to-school on. Get your
2: merch here. Even though
1: you've been uh, back-to-school for a while, everything that you buy helps support our staff here. We've got a big staff. we got 15 people we're that huge. work here.
2: We're huge. We're looking for mm-hmm. office space. This, it's a big operation here. Uh, yeah. Pacific Northwest, we're coming to you. we got dates in 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 Portland, Seattle, Portland, Seattle Vancouver. Vancouver. We're so excited to see you. Go get your tickets now while you still can. This has been the Tripod. Keep It is with the official Tripod theme song. Oh,
3: you know you love it. Tripod tonight.
1: Until next time, stay beautiful.